Chapter 40 Ignoring fresh tears, tears that threatened to appear with very little provocation since the fiasco the day before, Gloria took a ragged breath, sinking into the couch. The house looked like a pigsty in the prying rays of the late afternoon sun. This entire affair had made her act so unlike herself. Perhaps it was allergies, or maybe she was still sick, but she'd begun feeling decidedly under the weather once again the minute she'd realized Henry was gone for good. This felt like heartbreak. She inhaled and exhaled slowly, meditatively. Why hadn't he called back? Her own desperate text had gone unanswered. The skid of tires on gravel and the quiet whoop-whoop of a siren startled her from her self-reflection. When the tap of knuckles on her door sounded, she swung the door open, a frown creasing her visage. Gloria, just do him a job here, Casey explained sheepishly. There was a second officer standing a respectful distance away. Without a word in response, Gloria turned, retreating into the dark house, leaving the door ajar for the two officers to enter. Ignoring them as they gingerly picked their way through the living room and gave a cursory glance into each room, Gloria returned to the couch, clicking the TV on with the remote. And how did she, Gloria Weedman, the most methodical, predictable woman in America, get here? Duped by a pretty-faced grifter and the laughingstock of the town, did she imagine the whole thing? Was she that far gone? As she escorted the search team to the porch, Casey pulled Gloria aside, holding the grainy copy of a traffic camera picture out for her perusal. Gloria took it, the paper snapping in her hand, her brow furrowing as she gazed down at the fuzzy image, a black and white shot of two occupants in a vehicle she'd never seen before. She shrugged. What am I seeing? Henry. Casey poked his pudgy forefinger into the paper, indicating the passenger, his finger moving to the driver. Is this that Lisa girl, the wife? Gloria squinted, heart falling. It could be. When? About an hour after the yesteryear murder? This is getting on 20, going north from 69, leaving town, heading towards maybe Dallas or Fort Worth. Looks like maybe she's helping him flee. Best you got out when you did, Glory. I shudder to think what he had planned for you. Why, he... Well, just best. A quick, hidden look of pity crossed Casey's normally stoic features. His eyes moved back to the door as he went on. We couldn't find a marriage license, so, so I don't think this little gal is his legal wife. At least not here in Texas. Hell, I can't find her anywhere at all, for what it's worth. Casey nattered on as they exited moments later. His house was empty, as you know, and folks said he had been spending nights here before, you understand. So when he tried to approach you before the murder yesterday, we figured he might try to get to you again, and that's why we're here for you. We aren't here to say if he's guilty. Gloria snapped the door shut in his face, leaving the embarrassed deputy speaking softly to a closed door. She hadn't thought of that, that Henry had used her to some nefarious end, all while on some criminal streak in cahoots with this wife. Surely not. To what end? Why would he bother with her? She wasn't anyone to anyone anymore. She certainly didn't have anything to steal. She hadn't imagined everything, though, had she? She had once been so sure of herself in life, but now? Now she doubted everything.
You'd think one got smarter as they got older. But no, you just became wise enough to realize the breadth of your ignorance. She could still feel the tender skin of her hips where Henry's hands had gripped her so tightly as they had made fierce love in the alley just the afternoon before. She touched her tongue to the bruised flesh of her lower lip, pressing her lips together as if to taste his kiss just one last time. At least she hadn't completely imagined all of that. And as for what he had told her about his life, or may have written for her, she had no idea what to think. She wished again that she could get her hands on Henry's completed story. Where was it? Had Casey confiscated it as well? Henry seemed to think it was in her possession. She reminded herself to check with Casey. She kept retracing her last encounter with Henry. Could she trust her instincts? Were her instincts even on right now? Between the wine and the doubt, she hovered between believing it all and laughing at her own stupidity. Surely Casey would tell her one day that the knife they'd no doubt confiscated was just a trick knife. A prop was another thing to ask Deputy Cash about. She had an endless reservoir of tears for Henry now, it seemed. For him. For her loss of him, but mainly because she felt so stupid about the entire affair. Which is truthfully, aside from grief and anger, one of the only real reasons women cry. <laughs>